Hello and welcome to the final episode of season three of the SOS in our show. I'm Christine. I'm Cheeto. And on today's agenda, we're talking science. Are robotic bees in the near future? And are Netflix being racist? Also, in the topic of the day, we ask if women are funny. And lastly, minority spotlight. So stay tuned. You know, in the news this week, I came across an article on the conversation about robotic bees. Can you believe that in Japan, they are trialing drones, like miniature drones, to be pollinators? Yes. In Jap- if it's in Japan, I can believe can that. Believe they do that. a lot of cool stuff there. I think it's insane. Really? Think, yeah. I don't, because people working on artificial intelligence, so... I feel like science is becoming very scary. Yeah. We're all going to have robot friends. I say <laughs> robot <we should> friends. <laughs> yeah, no, we should all get everyone gets a Siri, but then we like medical Siri could be like Suri, like surgeon plus Siri. So Suri, and then we each have a robot companion and then the bees can have robot bee companions. And Okay. Then, so like in that movie, what was that movie about the robot? I don't know. Animation. I, the one that you forced me to watch? I don't remember. I don't recall because I don't force people to watch <laughs> <things>. <laughs> Right. Anyway, but the really interesting thing that I found reading this article is I didn't know that bees were so intelligent. Like some of the things, did you... Yeah, bees uh-huh. are smart. Yeah, like did you know yeah. that they can detect whether like a flower has already been visited by someone else and whether the pollen in that flower is suitable and that they coordinate their routes and all this stuff. And they oh, remember do they the- have like a roll call at the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> They're just super smart and they do like a, a wiggle dance to summon their other bee friends when they find like a good area with flowers and stuff. Did you know all this? I didn't know all that, but I knew they did things that I didn't think they would. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think these drones are going to be able to live up to uh, nope. the natural pollinators? Nope. Well, actually, yes, but I think we should just stick with the net. You know, how about let's not kill the bees we have now? That's an mm. idea, but I guess they're just preparing for if, if in case, yeah, we it, need to have, extra yeah, bees. because the bee population, the honey bee population, is declining quite quickly mm-hmm. at a very alarming rate for a, a number of reasons that I was reading up on. But yeah, so if you're a bee lover, some of the things that you can do. Queen bee. <laughs> <laughs> they say that you can plant um, some flowers in your garden that are good for the bee nutrition. Mm, and yeah, yummy. you can also limit your use of pesticides. But eventually they say that we're going to have to change the way we do agriculture because that's a big, uh, it has a big impact on why the bee population is declining. But anyway, maybe science will save us with the drones. Maybe. Okay, so Chiro, tell us what, what's going on in um, your part of 
I don't know, town? <laughs> okay, in my part of town. Because <laughs> we live in different parts. Okay, yeah, fine, we do. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Netflix are uh, are under fire, apparently. I don't know if it was this week, but they announced that they'd be um, showing a series called uh, Dear White People, which is based on Justin Simeon's movie, which received a lot of good acclaim. Um, did you watch Dear White People? I didn't. You know, I'm not one of those people who likes to stream things illegally. What? Okay. (laughs) I don't know who she's referring to because clearly this is a public podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, I don't know. Is it on iTunes? Uh, Maybe I'll look it up. Well, it'll be on Netflix. The series is adapted from the movie. And what is the movie on Netflix? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't know where you'd find it, but, <laughs> but then, yeah, so again, the arguments coming out again, blah, 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 people being racist to white people, Where are they being- blah, 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 this is calling for white genocide, yada, yada, yada. You know, it's just about a group of kids, black kids trying to make it through a predominantly white Ivy League school story of my life. It's just, it's more about bridging cultures than it is anti-white, as people say. Okay, so wait, so are people mad at the title? People, yeah, people mad at the title and the concept and people mad at Netflix for showing it on Netflix. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Because they say Netflix is now being racist. (laughs) (laughs) I I just, I don't have energy right now (laughs) to even go into why that's just like not legitimate i I don't know i feel like sometimes people just read headlines and then they get mad they don't really go into investigating what things are about yeah well well, when the movie came out people were really upset at the title i don't see what's so because they said if they made a movie about white people saying dear black people it would be offensive well it depends i think it depends on what the project is if it's that tommy girl doing dear black people then it's like yeah obviously she's going to be saying some offensive things but people are oversensitive like what we talked about two weeks ago last episode people are oversensitive i'm sure it's going to be fine who's starring in this i don't know i don't know yet but yeah people like oh netflix I'm still going to watch Netflix, so... <laughs> like, I don't think people are going to cancel their subscriptions just because of that. Like, you don't have to watch it if you don't want exactly. to watch it. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, well, I suppose that's what's up. Ooh, ooh. Honorable mention hot topics. The New England Patriots won the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, Yay! and Lady Gaga killed it. Yay! Ooh. And Beyonce's pregnant with twins. Yay! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so up next, we have our topic of the day. Stay tuned. Alrighty, people, and we are back with our topic of the day. Are women funny? And joining us in our studio today, we have my friend, who's a comedian, Sandy. Hello. Hello, Sandy. Thanks for coming. Ah, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it is, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're super excited to have a funny lady with us. Oh, you always have funny ladies with you. (laughs) You are funny ladies. Mm, Questionable. (laughs) Well, at least that's what this topic is about. So... Sandy, maybe I'll start with you. Yeah, you're sure. you're a female comedian, right? So 
Can you tell me, like, how did you even get into comedy in the first place? Um, like, like interested in it or like started performing. started performing. Okay. Yeah. Um, I basically I just started off doing plays and musicals. Okay. <laughs> like I don't know. I didn't. I never thought of myself as a comedian for a very long time. I thought I was just an actress, really. But um. I don't know. You just end up getting involved in things. People drag you into their projects. They're like, "Oh, I'm doing this funny thing. <laughs> yeah, let's okay. let's make a let's make a radio show. Let's make this thing." And then Ben Volchok, um, who we did we did mud crabs with. Um, yeah, we were in a comedy club. Together. Yes, that's yeah. how we know each other. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> he he approached me about coming and joining the mud crabs. And when I joined Melbourne Uni, so I started doing my masters uh, last year mm-hmm. at Melbourne Uni. He was like, "Oh, you're a funny comedian." We don't have any women. It's all skinny yeah. white boys. Please, please come and join our company too. Yeah. <laughs> so that's actually an, another interesting point that you mentioned that your comedy group didn't mm. have a lot of females. So mm. what is it like being a female comic in what is probably a male-dominated industry? Um, see, it's funny because like, I feel like other women out there would probably be better qualified to talk about this because I've only really done sketch comedy in a big troupe. Okay. So, like, Emily Weir, who did yeah. uh, Mud Crabs in Space with us, she's a stand-up comic as well. And she um, she has a lot more experience sort of putting herself out there or being in those open mic nights where she's the only woman in this group of of men yeah, yelling yeah. at her to get her tits out or something. Yeah, <laughs> um, that happens so That's happened to you as well. Yeah. Well, it hasn't happened to me, but, like, <laughs> I hear about, like, women mm. being kept cold on stage. And, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how do you... You know, why do you think that we've kind of like ended up in this uh, space where there's so few female comics? And I suppose that's kind of why um, some people say, well, women aren't funny. Do you think that's true mm-hmm. that the lack of women in comedy <clears throat> is because women are just not funny? I don't think that's true. I mean, I've had... Obviously, oh, yeah, obviously true. we don't think obviously that's true. not true. <laughs> obviously, you're slightly biased. It's probably systemic. Like I, I yeah. don't know. Like, yeah. I, but maybe like I can only really speak to my own experience, mm-hmm. um, which is just as a woman who just never it never even occurred to me to be a comedian. I would watch a lot of comedy as a child, yeah. so I would. But every, everything I would watch, like um, you know, all that old British stuff, Monty Python mm-hmm. or Eddie Izzard or. Um, you know, all, all, all these stand-up comics and, and sketch troops, they're all just all male. Yeah. That's just what you – and if that's what you see, you're just like, oh, I guess that's how it is. Well, you don't really question it that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, but if you're entertaining a group of friends at a party and everyone's laughing or your family at dinner, they're like, you should get on the stage. Yeah. You should be a stand-up comic. You're like, yeah, right, okay, <laughs> thanks, mum. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but you never really sort of seriously consider it, I guess, just because you can't see yourself up there. So I think it's partly that as well. Mm. Yeah. So we've kind of been – um, brainwashed into thinking it's not something that women do. <clears throat> yeah, we imagine you, 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 you know, as a young girl, imagine well, what must it be like being a stand-up comic while you're in smoky, dingy rooms surrounded by men. Like mm. it's not yeah, ideal. Yeah, I'm traveling at night a lot, like alone. I don't know if I'm I'm the only girl who gets freaked out by that, but like. You know, you're, you're the oh, only girl in the world who gets freaked out by traveling with her. It's entirely in your mind. Like, there are no systemic reasons why you should feel afraid about being alone at night. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, no, absolutely. I was talking to like a friend of mine last year and, um, 
Yeah, so we were just in a lecture and somehow we started talking about comedy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I read this, um, I forgot who it was by, but an article about the evolutionary context of men being perceived as more funny. Yeah. Because men have to be more outgoing and witty to attract the woman. Right. And so women haven't had to feel the need to be like funny. Yeah. Like, I think I read that article. Yeah. I think it was in Vanity Fair and it was written by Christopher Hitchinson. Um, I had to agree with some of his points. And also just anecdotally, like I was having a conversation, a Facebook conversation with a guy from Ireland mm-hmm. and he said something that was hilarious um, during our exchange. And I was like, haha, you have such a good sense of humor. Then he's like, yeah, I'm Irish. Sense of humor is hereditary. Irish women are only attracted to the funny men. So we are a country of ugly, funny people. It's such a shame, but you'll see if you ever go there. So that's think- perfect. <laughs> Beauty's overrated. <laughs> but I think it kind of echoes what that Vanity Fair article was saying that like women tend to value like a sense of humor, whereas sure. men, men might not. Yeah, they value like mm. looks more than that because like sometimes you see like you know a really attractive woman with a really great guy, but she has like zero personality. But he's oh. so happy. <laughs> That's so depressing. <laughs> you know, like, it's partly... I was, I was talking about this the other yeah. day, actually. I think it's partly a power thing. Mm-hmm. So when you yeah. make someone laugh... That's a status move, almost. Oh, um, I never thought of it that way. In, in, a, in a way, oh, like it's trying, like look how clever I am, look how you know, oh, witty I am, and so I'm, so I'm meant to Thank give that witting. <laughs> <laughs> never made that joke before. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, so so if you're having you like so a man laughing at, at something you said yeah. or telling you that you're really funny, that's sort of a, a yielding up of power in a way. That's mm. so that might be yeah. behind it. Yeah, in some, in yeah. Some way. I think yeah, Chris. But Christopher Hitchinson also mentioned that 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 humor is a sign of intelligence, and mm. some men are threatened by that. If a woman is like hilarious and she's like making all his mates laugh, you know. Mm. So <laughs> and meanwhile, like when he tries to crack a joke, it's like yeah. crazy silence. You know? <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like maybe, maybe that, that that in social context, I would say that's true. But I don't see any reason why you can't have women performance up there. Um, the other thing I did find is. Like, okay, so it's not a hindrance, and it's just a weird, I, I know it's weird, okay, I'll explain it. So, for a lot of, well, not a lot of women, but women comedians, like stand-up comics, you find a lot of jokes about uh, vaginas, right? Yeah. And then, mm. like, people like South Park, well, this was from South Park, they pointed out that, oh, women comedians only ever talk about their vaginas and having sex with men, but then, when guys talk about dicks... <laughs> suddenly like we did a sketch and suddenly it's like huh? it's so funny because this is the like, one the like the crudest it's, sketch yeah. in our entire show and it was my and favorite everyone's like, it's a, it was a great sketch but everyone's like uh who wrote this like it's clearly one of the guys no cheetah wrote that yeah, sketch okay, but, <laughs> quite true but if that had been a vagina in that sketch that would yeah, people everyone would have been like, like yeah. uh Really? You think I, so? I haven't, I've barely heard any vagina material from male comics. You know, yeah. that's actually true. I don't mm-hmm. think, I could, n- maybe one male comic has ever m- mentioned vaginas in my memory. Um, yeah, that I've seen. so it's, it's like a whole, like, physical yeah. thing as well. And I think I it's think a shame so. as well that, yeah. so, well, when I see women doing material 
about sort of sexual stuff or, or gross stuff, you know, like you get a lot of, you know, if you see a woman on the stage and she's talking about shitting or yeah. she's talking about vaginas and, or, you know, period blood or anything, just the grossest stuff that you bodily, yeah. bodily stuff that you can imagine. I'm like, does she feel like she has to do that to prove that she's not prissy and feminine? Hmm. Like, I don't know. Every time I, I think of a joke along yeah. those lines, I always like, put it away. Yeah, you really? you can do better than that. I don't know. I, I, I and, enjoy and, and a good vagina joke. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Amy Schumer. She talks about her pussy mm. all the time. And yeah, that's like, what South Park was referencing. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't, and it's probably just a hang up of mine that thinks maybe that's too easy. <laughs> but yeah. I also think maybe it's because female comics maybe they feel pressure to make those types of I jokes think because a to show that they're like what do we got? Yeah, yeah exactly. There's definitely pressure to do that. Because I came out yeah, mm. I came across that on a Reddit thread about yeah. this, mm. you know, why aren't women funny thing? And they're like, oh, because you know, they can't make crude jokes like the guys and that's mm. what gets laughs. People yeah. like the dirty Yeah, jokes. but why can't women make incredibly heightened intellectual complex jokes? I like do they have do. to do they have to go for the crude humor to prove that they're on the same level as the men or could they be more cerebral? Um, and still be taken seriously? That's a, that's a hard one. <laughs> I don't know, cause, it's, yeah. It's a give and take, I guess, because like, you see, like, going up there on stage, like, you have a bunch of, like, beefy guys who not only, like, dominate the stage because they're making crew jokes, because of their physical presence just being mm. big. And so as a mm-hmm. woman, I think that you're just, on average, smaller. You're also trying to overcome that and do something bigger, something that's mm. going to say, hey, I'm here, pay attention. Because, yeah. yeah, it's... I don't know. Um, Yeah, but we're talking about, but like, maybe, like, a, yeah. maybe like stand-up comedy and that. But mm. when I think about shows like Broad City mm-hmm. and um other, like, really great shows, like the Mindy Kaling show mm-hmm. as well, like, they make very good, like... They're not all pussy jokes, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they make some really, like, you know, like, you, you kind of have to think about it a little bit to get the jokes sometimes. And it's like, they're really good jokes, you know, they're very intellectual, cerebral, all that kind of stuff. So maybe it's about, like, the form yeah, in which the comedy is being form. performed. I mean, no, but I think, no, I, I think you can do stand up without vagina jokes. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, controversial opinion, maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's what this topic should be. Vagina <laughs> jokes or no? <laughs> I vote for yes. I like them. I, I think a combination. I like them, yeah. I don't know if I can write one. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Mm. All right. So I think we're actually running out of time. So mm. any final thoughts on whether women are funny? I think um, w- women just need more opportunities. I think, mm-hmm. honestly, like I think it's just preaching. And that whole like positive discrimination thing with like, oh, you know, we'll set aside a couple of places for women. People get salty about that. They're like, it should be about merit. But when there's systems in place that sort of Hindering bar us. women with yeah. merit yeah, from getting to the places where they need to be, I think that it's important to yeah. make space for them. It's true. But also, yeah. I feel like the lifestyle is kind of hard for some women. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Lonnie Love on The Real was talking about, like, she kind of had to choose between um, being married and having that kind of lifestyle where you're settled and being a mm. comic because yeah. you're on the road a lot and you're in clubs, dingy clubs all the Fair. time. So, but yeah. also Ali Wong did her show like like mm. the size of a planet. So uh, proud. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> so, I think you know it's it's yeah. mind over matter in some ways. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I think it's um also about 
hearing what women have to say because mm. also I've recently been watching the drama queen. So they're Zimbabwean based comedy. They've come together as a group now. They used to do comedy separately, but now they're together and they make a lot of jokes that I feel resonate a lot with women. It's just that I don't think we've had the opportunity, like Asani saying, the opportunity to hear what women have to say and actually mm. see what's really funny. And like now we have Ghostbusters who are women which was mm. apparently funny. I haven't watched it. Have you watched it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing the course. I know. Let the team down. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't seen the man one either. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you're fine. I haven't seen either. <laughs> no, yeah. but so I think we are getting a lot more women expressing what women think is funny as well, which is oh. important. And yeah. Yeah. I think it's changing. I think we are seeing more, you know, female writers for Sandy's a writer. (laughs) And I think we are seeing um, you know, women being put in you know, their primary role as the funny person, whereas, Mm -hmm. you know, they might just have been like the wives and mothers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. The funny guy. We need that's why you need this is one of my big hang ups. You need more than one woman in a sketch group. Okay. This is why it's so important. So, so we're, like, we're making a huge push this year to put, get more women in the Minecrafts. Oh, because yeah. I can't be every you single wife and mother. <laughs> and like, I have sketches that I want to write where like women talk to each other. Oh, yes. And I don't want to have to be like, yes. should I cast Jack as the other woman <laughs> or Matthew? <laughs> Who would be who would be a better jilted bride? (laughs) Which is good and fun, I guess, but like it's nice when you have options. Yeah. Yeah. So um Yeah, but I I think better like every year. When I got to Mud Crabs and I was like, Mm. Yay, Sandy's here. (laughs) At least (laughs) But you need that I guess you need that first woman to be like, Yeah. 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 Role models. Yeah. Yeah, role models are important. Cool. Sandy, tell us about mud crabs. What, what's coming oh, okay. up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so, so this is sort of the biggest. So mud crabs has been going for a couple of years. Mm. Um, it's sort of it's the it's the only sort of uh, organized sketch com- sketch and stand up comedy um, club on campus. Um, and we're we're expanding this year. It's going to be huge. So we've always had the weekly show at the Brown and White Library. So 1 p.m. at the Brown and White Library on campus. There's like a weekly show of of Always new material of stand-up and sketches. Mm-hmm. So, so this is there. Melbourne University? Yeah. yeah. Um, we've also had a weekly radio show in the past. I think we're starting that up again this year as well. I don't know exactly what time it's on. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you, you guys do on your radio show? Is it just... Um... Um, sometimes you do radio sketches. Okay. Um, sometimes it's just banter, um, depending on how well yeah. we prepared that week. <laughs> I think it's going to be a bit more organized this week because we have a head of radio now. Ooh, who's, um, ben Ben um, oh, is yeah. going to be in charge of that. Um, and what else we got? It's very exciting. We're going to have, um, two major shows. So we're going to have a major show on the comedy festival that's coming up really soon. That's going to be like an anthology, a sketch anthology show, like Mudcrafts in Space. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do something a bit more ex- experimental in the second half of the year for the Fringe Festival. Ooh. And you should definitely be involved in that, Shooter. I'm going to uh, be hounding you. Med school Um, yeah, and then we got and then we got two more things that we're doing as well. We're doing um, video, Minecraft's video, so we're going to be filming sketches and putting them online. That'll we've already nice. started with that on YouTube. Or <clears throat> on YouTube, yeah. Yep. Um, yep. We've got a comedy, um, we've got a comedy review board channel, and um, Jack's going to be starting an improv show. Yay! As well, so anyone who's interested in improv can come along and, and yeah. have some fun. So that's going to be a weekly thing as yeah. well. So but I don't think they decided on a date for that yet. 
Okay, yeah. Mm. So how can people get in touch if they are interested in joining? Um, you can find us on Facebook um, uh, with a Melbourne University Comedy Review Board or Mud Crabs. If you mm-hmm. make a search for Mud Crabs, I believe that we come up. Yep. Um, and that's sort of, that's the hub for you can find everything else, yeah. um, including our YouTube channel. And, and where to watch. When yeah, to and watch. where to watch yeah. and when. Um, yeah. yeah, and we'll be around at O-Week. We'll probably have a stall. Yeah, and you can message us on the Facebook page as well if you have any questions or if you want to get involved. We're always looking for new people, especially new women. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fantastic. Well, thank you once again, Sandy, Thanks, for joining Sam. us. Thanks, no Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Great. It's that time again where we shine our spotlight on an inspirational person doing wonderful things to help make the world a better place. And today our minority spotlight is on Sasha Sarago, the founder and editor of Ascension, Australia's first Indigenous and ethnic women's lifestyle magazine. According to her bio on ascensionmag.com, Sasha is a quote, proud Aboriginal woman of the Wajanbara, Yidinji, and Gerbil clans, rainforest people of Cairns, far north Queensland. Sasha is also of African-American, Malay, Mauritian, and Spanish descent, unquote. She started Ascension magazine because of her own experience as a model in the fashion industry. She rarely saw other women of color represented in fashion and media here in Australia, so she decided to do something about it by creating Ascension magazine. Yeah, she's definitely living out that famous Gandhi quote, be the change that you wish to see in the world. So well done to Sasha Sarago and the Ascension team. Keep on inspiring. And listeners, make sure you check out the magazine at ascensionmag.com. today's show please hit the subscribe button in itunes and leave us a five star rating as always you can find us on social media twitter facebook soundcloud and youtube just search for sos in arts thanks for listening and until next time bye